Hi everyone and welcome to the HR Happy Hour Network. This is the play-by-play podcast hosted by myself, Jack McFarlane, and Nick Schlimmer. Hey guys, how's it going? And I'm totally excited for today's show. And what do you say we jump right into it? Let's do it. Well guys, it's that time of year again. We are going back to school. So we wanted to start today's show with a whole segment about all the back to school trends for fall of 2023. Why don't you start us off, Nick? Tell us some about clothing trends. Clothing trends for college students. I guess this could be high school as well, but it could be anything. But we're going to be focusing on college. So today, clothing trends. So before we get into clothing trends, I just want to say that me and Jack, we're we're not your big fashionistas or anything yeah, like that. That's for However sure. you want to say it. We're your simple t-shirt and shorts kind of, kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> but... but not everybody's like that, obviously. And clothing trends seem to be just going crazy right now. Even it's though, always even though as school. we'll as we'll see here, it's not really crazy. But it's yeah, that out. is a good point. <laughs> That's a great point. But yeah, so we got we got a lot of this list just from kind of our own college experience, but also from some help of what to wear, which is a fashion wear. website magazine, I think, as well. Um, because yeah, like Nick said, we're not the most fashionable fashionable people that are uh, definitely on campus mm-hmm. so i think I, we'll just start off here with just kind of some of the the basic trends in clothing and like nick said they're not crazy at all they're not like you know tie-dye everything like it was a couple years ago yeah um, this year and i guess the past couple years definitely i've seen it's a lot baggier clothing comfort forward you know comfy clothes mm-hmm. oversized clothes like t-shirts and hoodies <clears throat> um neutral colors minimal design and yeah. also athletic clothing like mm-hmm. uh, like a workout shirt or a sports bra or something leggings yoga pants you know yeah exactly and and going back to like that comfort forward statement i remember my first year of college in 2020 i was wearing pajamas and a hoodie to class every single day <laughs> so the comfort was the main point that we were trying yes. to get to yeah, I know that last year during, especially during the winter and when it got really cold, I was the same way. I wore pajama pants to class every other day, if not every day. I mean, comfort is number one priority, definitely. Yeah. And then, I mean, as you and me both saw at Uni- University of Nebraska, if it wasn't a game day or some kind of other event going on, not meant, not much red was wore unless it was just a school shirt. It yeah. was all neutral colors, like you said. Mm-hmm gray, brown, black, white. And and the funny thing is, as you look at my closet, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I'm i definitely not the most fashionable person, but especially when it came to sports and stuff, like with cleats, I like standing out. Mm-hmm. I like, I have some crazy shirts. I have some crazy colored oh, yeah. pants and stuff. Like I'm yeah. definitely on the crazier side, but in the past couple months, I've noticed every everything I'm buying is neutral colors, like dark blue, cream, gray. So yeah. I've I've gone over to the neutral side now. I know, and and, and I would say way. I only I only go to the to the crazy side, and it's not even crazy, just the color side. If I'm golfing, exactly. If I'm wearing a golf outfit, sure, I'll add some color just to make it pop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just walking around, hoodies, shorts, sweatshirt, whatever it may be. Yeah, I'm the same way. I just I literally went out and bought like three shirts. Um, I was recently in Chicago, all of them cream or beige color. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that's what you're seeing. That is the biggest thing mm-hmm. in these neutral colors. Neutral colors and the brands as well. The yes, brands brand, are huge everybody is wearing Lulu, H and M, Uniglo, Adidas, all the big name brands. Yeah. And then I mean you, yeah, you see like Adidas, Nike, but the one that really surprised me when I tried it out is Amazon brand. Like so, I have you tried Amazon brand, Nick? Have you tried? Any I of have stuff? an Amazon. What do they call it? Amazon Essentials golf shirt. Yeah. Yes, Amazon Essentials. I have one. It's not my favorite. I'm not gonna lie, but it's not. Yeah, bad. yeah. It, so it was, it that's was only probably like fourteen dollars. It was. See, there you go. There you go. And that's what I was gonna bring up with brands like Sheen, H and M, Amazon. I mean, with college clothing, you're gonna see the more budget style clothing items. Yeah, sure. Lululemon is very popular. Yeah. Like I have a pair of Lululemon shorts, but I have a pair of Lululemon shorts. You know, I have, I have one pair as well. <laughs> it is. I mean, it is not cheap by any means. But like H and M, I went in H and M the other day, and I've never like really liked H and M. 
but mm-hmm. I was like, I need to find like a shirt. Went in there, found like five or six shirts and a and pair of shorts, and I got like spent 40 bucks, I think, on the whole thing. Yeah. Like the budget clothing is so nice. But back mm-hmm. to Amazon, there it's the same way. It's 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 budget, but it's really comfortable. Like I got a pair of golf pants for like 20 bucks on Amazon. And then um, I, my mom got me a sweater on Amazon and it might be the most comfortable sweater I have. I won't lie. Their sweater was, is nice. Amazon essential black sweater. Interesting. I'm gonna have to try out maybe for the golf pants thing. Cause I've seen those, the, like the essential yeah. golf pants. Yeah. But they're I, pretty I've solid. Never, I've never pulled the trigger on it just cause I got the shirt and I was kind of questioning it, but yeah, I think the pants are better than the shirt. I don't, I don't, I mean, I've never, I don't own an Amazon essential polo shirt, so I'm not exactly sure, but golf shirts are hard. You got to get the right material, you know? They are, yeah. Golf, it's golf not the shirts. right material. And then I got the shirt that's covered in flamingos. So that probably wasn't even a smart decision <laughs> to begin with. You're going to match my putter grip. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll be stylish on the course. Then I open up the package and I was like, ah, oh, this, this no. is not going to work. It's a flop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a fashion don't do right there. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, as the, you mentioned before, you were talking about your cleats, how you like to be mm-hmm. stylish with your cleats. So yep. shoes, we got to talk about the shoes. Yeah, shoes are now the main focus of the outfit. I think five years ago is maybe when this kind of started to become a trend. I definitely noticed it as you know we moved along in high school and then into mm-hmm. college. But yep. usually it used to be like people wore a crazy shirt, like with a big graphic design or something and just like white or black shoes. But now... Yep. You, you see super colorful, super crazy shoes. Mm-hmm. That is the main focus of the outfit. Yep. Build build your outfit from the shoes up. Whatever yep. the shoes look like. That's you so true. Coordinate to, you got to coordinate that to the outfit. Yeah. And then you see, along with kind of the comfort trend, at least um, I've definitely hopped on this train, is the Croc train. And But there's also, you know, Birkenstocks. Basically, yeah. you know, comfortable shoes is another, is part of that comfort trend. Yeah. Like I see Crocs everywhere and I, yeah. I have a ton of pair of Crocs now. I'll be and, honest. Uh, I'm fully and, <laughs> in the Croc fashion. <laughs> and I, I still have not bought myself a pair of Crocs, but for Christmas, I got the Ugg slippers. Mm-hmm. Those things yep. were my everyday wear while at school. Yeah. The comfort shoes are like, huge now. Not stylish whatsoever. Just brown loafers with the the wool inside. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're just so comfortable. And I think maybe, maybe especially for college students, comfort's so um, like important just because of having to go to class all day. And if you got, you got pretty, there's pretty stressful things to do in college. So maybe, maybe that's why it's becoming a big trend, but I'm definitely on the comfort side, comfort side all the way. (laughs) But there's not just clothing in school. As we all know, that is not the biggest back to school thing. In fact, I would say the biggest back to school thing, at least for college students or maybe high school as well, is technology. Mm-hmm. Now, more than ever since COVID, especially um, even in high school, yeah. I mean, you're using computers for everything. In elementary school, remember it was iPads. Remember when they start in and, and yeah. junior high for us, like iPads yeah. became a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like techno, you can't go to school without technology nowadays. No, and I mean, and sometimes now. Most it used to be like mostly private schools. You would get a laptop, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing all kinds of public schools do that as well, just because everything, like you said, is online. All yeah. their teachings, they could just pull it up on their like their lesson plan, just pull it up on your computer instead of having to use the whole whiteboard or the smart mm-hmm. board, whatever it may be. So yeah, technology is is growing. Yeah. I mean, you use things like Google Classroom or Canvas where yep. you get your textbooks on there. You get your assignments on there. You get your grades on there. Like, why? What else do you need? You know, Every, everything is in one spot. <laughs> yeah. So technology is huge, and getting the right technology is obviously a big key to success. Mm-hmm. So let's start off with the computers. Why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the popular computers that are being sold this year for college students? Yeah. So, so I would imagine that everybody, if I asked you, what do you think is the top computer? I I would guarantee people are going to say Apple products, the MacBook. Yeah, one hundred percent. And 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 those are it's going to be one of the more expensive options, but I see every student using either a MacBook or like a Chromebook. Those mm-hmm. seem to be the two big, the big choices. Yeah. Apple and Google. Those are Apple and Google. Yeah. Mostly, I'd say definitely, I'd say fifty percent of college students that I see have a MacBook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the ones that's 
that I saw was getting sold the most kind of this year, looking at kind of the trends that Apple's putting out there with their uh, sales is the MacBook Air, the M1 and M2. So yep. from my understanding, MacBook Air is a little cheaper than just the MacBook and it's yep. lighter. It is much lighter. Um, so it's a lot easier to carry around in your backpack. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you know this or not, but I actually just bought a MacBook Air and I'm using really? it right now. Yeah, Is I it got an it from... M1 or an M2? It, I think it's an M2. Think it, oh look see, yeah didn't even know that look at the trend is in use right <laughs> I, here I hopped on for the, the podcast <laughs> you hopped on the Apple trend yeah bet Best Buy was doing some going back to school sale and they knocked off two hundred and fifty dollars off the price and I was like wow that's great like for a college student yeah. two hundred fifty dollars that's awesome that's a lot actually just something I quickly thought of so for those that don't know I'm transferring to the University of Utah. And I was recently there on my orientation and I went to the campus store and in the campus store, they have a technology section for buying computers and stuff. Mostly they have it for college since it's only college students can buy it there, but they give no tax and no fees. So if it says it's mm. a $1,500 computer, you only pay 1500. You don't have to pay tax. You don't have to pay any setup fees, nothing. That's and nice. I think, like you said, like Best Buy does stuff like that for students mm -hmm. as well, which is awesome. But moving on from Apple a little bit, because Apple's very good popular. I wouldn't say that they're the very best performing computers, though. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they're pretty solid. But you also see the Chromebooks, like you said, uh, yeah. being sold a ton. Um, and schools can buy those in bulk, too. That's why yeah. high schools have them. They buy Chromebooks yeah. in bulk. Um, you see HP, the HP Envy 13 is pretty popular. Dell computers, they have XPS 13 and then a ThinkPad, which yep. is the Len Lenvio. I don't know how to pronounce it, which I probably should. I have um, Lenovo. Lenovo. There Lenovo. you go. Yeah. Lenovo. I have, I'm using a Lenovo Yoga right now. That's what I used last year. I love this computer. It's yep. great. Touchscreen. Um, great battery life, super high performing. Like I recommend it. It was good budget computer too, which is a, which is the huge thing you see with these. These aren't the, these uh, brands, most expensive computer, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. These are all um, light touchscreen and on the cheaper side, which, yeah. you know, cheaper yeah. for a computer is, you know, a couple hundred yeah. bucks, but still all, all light, all touchscreen, all perform really well. And then, and then we also have the students that Sometimes they'll use their phone, but mm -hmm. then sometimes they'll go the tablet with the attachable keyboard as well. Yeah, you see that a lot with the iPad. Uh, yeah. Right. Those exactly. newer iPads get that keyboard or the pen where you can just write the notes on uh -huh. the Apple pen or yeah. Um I, I can't remember what the Samsung one's called. The notebook or something uh, like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that with the pen. But yeah, kind of on phones. Phone's another huge thing. Like you said, you can use that for class. Like you can get Google Classroom on your phone, Canvas on your yeah, phone. Anything that you get on your laptop, chances are you can get the same thing on your phone, just a mm -hmm. lot smaller, and it may be formatted differently. That's yeah. really the only difference. Yeah, but some of the some of the best selling phones right now, mm -hmm. um, these ones, unlike the computers, are not budget style, and they are newer. And I think that's due to when you get a phone, you're buying the newest one, you know, because you're gonna have it for a couple years. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the best ones right now uh, for college students, the Apple 14 Pro. Google Pixel 7, Samsung Galaxy S23, and then the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 4. This I want to talk about. Have you seen this new flip phone? Yes, I have seen it. It's it's like a little square, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a flippable square that yep. I don't know how the screen doesn't break. It kind of kind of yeah, I don't know mind. how it works. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you think about it? What is this something that you would try? What is I your thoughts? I feel like if you asked me this 10 years ago, whenever I was getting my first phone, I'd be all over it. But yeah. now just being so used to just the quote unquote the normal, normal phone, phone yeah, that going back to something that is so different or is so different that is just out of the ordinary. Mm -hmm. I feel like you'd have to have a specific reason or something to like keep your high, like keep your phone yeah. low key in your pocket, not really see it. Yeah. See, like, I'm so torn on this phone. On one hand, I'm like, that's real. It's really unique in certain ways. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I think it would be cool to use. But on the other hand, it's like, come on, flip phones went out so long ago. Like, yeah, flip phones were originally good because of how small they were and they could fit in your pocket, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, guess what? iPhones, Galaxy phones, they all fit in your pocket already. What is the flip phone needed for? I know, but but as we both know, what goes around comes around. And that's everything. so true. We talked about it with the with the clothing. I'm mm-hmm. sure like the crazy clothes is going to come back. Yep, Flip phones will. are coming back. It was just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. Um, but then you do see uh, a couple budget options. The Google Pixel 7a, which I believe is like, um, do you oh, remember here. like the iPhone 5c where it was like, it yeah. was like slightly smaller had a little bit less memory a more budget style option mm-hmm. and then you also see the apple iphone uh 13 like last year's version yeah. selling pretty well still for college students because it is a little cheaper mm-hmm. and still I mean, they're, it's, they're all pretty good phones let's be honest yeah how much most, is really most different most of the times like going from going from at least like a 13 to the 14 there's you not would never you would there's never not know. you would really never know and yeah. it'll save you a lot of money probably yeah exactly yeah exactly exactly <laughs> Along with phones, headphones, huge for music, Zoom class, all of that. I if I had a dollar for every student that I saw on campus wearing headphones almost the entire day, just walking to <laughs> walking to class, going to the gym, even in class. Yep. In class. Yeah. Yeah. I would it's every every student has some kind of ear pod or headphone. Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, we're the same way. I know we mm-hmm. both listen to music all the time, work out in headphones. Yeah. Just in the dorm room, we have headphones on, you know, playing yeah. video games or listening to music, <laughs> watching YouTube. I mean, we have headphones on. Some of the best-selling ones, all the Apple AirPods sell really well. First, second, third gen. Yeah. And surprisingly, the Maxes, which are like the over-the-head, you know, traditional yeah. headphone style, those yeah. are expensive, guys. Who? Those what are... college students buying up? Okay, yeah, I don't know. But... <laughs> I say I see though I see those in the gym the most. A lot of the yeah. people who go to the gym wear those. Yeah. Apparently, they. I mean, I've never tried them, but apparently, yeah. they're like super good though like uh-huh. really comfy really good sound quality yeah i just see that price tag and i get a little nervous yeah i'm like <laughs> eh, not yet not ever maybe <laughs> um other good selling ones are the beats studio buds which are you know beats by dre brand airpods um google uh, the bose they're not google bose. sorry bose quiet comforts which are over the head um headphone styles so not the airpods and those are really good because they have really good noise canceling that's what's like people really like about that and then same with the sony stick with me here guys sony wh 1000 xm4 someone needs a raise for that name wow (laughs) what an incredible name but those are also over the head and noise canceling really good um i think mostly like people that i see using that a lot are people that are like in you know editing stuff you know what i mean like yeah videography stuff like that is yeah really whenever, whenever your homework starts to entail having to have them you'll start seeing those longer name not just airpods or whatever because yeah. they do a lot more than like studio mixing and stuff like that yeah exactly so they're a little little i guess more heavyweight you know the heavyweight champions yeah. got a little more to offer yeah um and it, but you know there's a bunch of technology out there not just computers phones headphones um, some other things I've seen a ton that I also have some of are things like weighted blankets, super popular all of a sudden. Um, Keurig coffee makers. I mean, we know yeah. Carly had one in the dorm room mm-hmm. with us there. Um, wake up light alarm clocks. Have you seen I, that? Use that? No, I, I have not. So that is, it's an alarm clock, but it doesn't wake you up with sound. It um, slowly turns the light on interesting i don't know how that would wake me up i don't know, I know sometimes sometimes that'll wake me up but other yeah times, i feel like it won't <laughs> i feel like it'd be hit or miss but that uh-huh. is another thing that's very popular and cheap as well i believe the ones i were looking at were 20 dollars, 30 dollars. but i think it's just an alternative to kind of ease you up and not just scare you awake yeah <laughs> um electric scooters we Love both <laughs> use electric scooters greatest thing ever wouldn't you say Yes. Whenever whenever you have a class on the opposite side of campus and it's 95 degrees outside. Or I, 13 degrees outside. Or 13 and <laughs> 40 mile an hour winds and it's hailing, <laughs> snowing at the same time. Welcome to Nebraska, by the way. Yeah. But <laughs> having having that scooter is is really a game changer. Oh, it's the best. And even for things like going to the gym, hitting a leg day, mm-hmm. and then not having to walk back. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. Or just if you're 
go to a university or a college that is located in like a downtown area, mm-hmm. you could use a scooter to go get food. Yeah, going to the anything. city. Yeah, you could. You could. I mean, we'd ride it to the basketball arena. You know, yeah. a half mile away, mile away, whatever. They are incredible. Everyone listening, even if you're not a college student, go buy an electric scooter. They're it, the best it is purchase worth the you price, can even if you're not using it to be like practical. Just yeah. to have fun with it, just oh, to ride around, so <laughs> just to ride around on the street. Yep. It's so much fun. Yep, everyone go buy it. And then the <laughs> other thing, I we had one in our dorm apartment. It was really an apartment, but we yeah. had a Roku TV. Um, I guess Roku. I mean, they're pretty pretty well priced, and they've got the built-in Netflix and stuff like that. Is yeah. what college students really want. Yeah, if you if if you can just one button and you're there, college students would be all over that. Yep. So those are our trends for today. The back to school trends, guys. We're going to take a quick break and hit you for the future is now. Welcome back, everybody. And the second segment of the day is the future is now, as Jack mentioned before. And today we're going to be talking about AI. Now, have you known, have you heard in the past, we've talked about it, but this has a little bit of a twist. So. Now, AI has recently started to explode in popularity. There are millions of different uses and even more that people have not thought of. So today, we're going to be going over some of those different uses that you might not think of straight away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like Nick said, we talked about AI before, but that was more, what is AI? What is ChatGPT? This is more, how can you use it in your life? And some of them are practical and some of them are definitely more creative. And these are not just for college students. These can be for anyone. Yeah. And the biggest one that I found, and maybe the most useful one, is planning workouts and meal prep. So Mm -hmm. what you do is you go into chat GPT, which is, I'd say, one of the most common AIs out there. um, And you can tell it, I would like to do an arm workout today. And then it will give you what to what exercises to do dumbbells or you know what machine to use how many reps you should do how many sets you should do like it it, it gives you a detailed workout plan and yeah. you can do that for each day of the week it can give you rest days and then on top of that you can be i want to have a diet that has less carbs and centers around protein mm-hmm. and it will give you a sample you know diet meal plan like what meals oh you should try you know grilled chicken with green beans and, and mashed potatoes then yeah. or whatever i guess that's not that's got some carbs <laughs> in it but i don't know i'm just thinking out loud you know yeah, like it it brings it, your own nutritionist without having to go out and find one exactly it, it's a nutritionist and a trainer all and in one for free on, one. on your phone or computer now and now i'm curious have, have you like looked into that have you tried that I did a sample workout plan. I had asked it. I was like, hey, yeah. uh, I'm wanting to do a leg day. What are some exercises I can do in the gym? And it what, gave me- What did you me think of it? What do you think of it? Solid. Solid, yeah. I mean, for if it'd be perfect for someone that is getting into the gym now or wants to switch up the routine. Because, you know, yeah. gym is very routine. You do the same exercises yep. mostly once you find what you like. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you want to switch it up one day or you're getting into it, this can be, it's a really good place to start. Because most exercises are pretty beneficial, no matter yeah. what you're doing, like as long as you're exercising. Yeah. And this is a fun way to mix it up. Yeah. So, I mean, because there was definitely some things on there that like, like it was saying, like, I should do some split squats. I never do that. I do not do split <laughs> squats very rarely. So, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but it seems to know what it's talking about. Yeah. And then there's always everything else that comes along with that. It doesn't have to be just workouts or meal plans. It could be writing emails, creating apps, which is a different one I'd really like to get into, but playing video games with ChatGPT. Yeah, if you go on ChatGPT and say, I would like to play Pong, it spits out a line of code and you're like, what the heck? And then out of sudden, your computer is Pong. You're playing Pong against an AI out of nowhere. That's all you have to do. Um, I believe that's the only game it has that you can play with it right now, but there are other uh, AIs that you can use to build games, um, 2D, 3D games, and also build apps like you just mentioned. How that works, um, you say to the this AI program, not ChatGPT, you do it to this other program. Um, you're like, I want to make an app about football. I want to make a football game app. And it will start spitting out lines of code for you to use for your app. You don't even know how to, it'll be like, here's a, here's a line of coding for a throwing the football animation. 
boom, oh, okay. it gives you that line of code. Yeah. So you don't even know how to do it. You just have to put it all together. Gotcha. If that makes sense. And that yeah. is a, that's one way that people are using it. And, and then one of them that I kind of wanted to mention as well, that I see on the list here is making a Spotify playlist. Yes. I'm all about having the best songs, the best rotation of songs. Yeah. You so are really a good strikes person my to give the odds. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. No. So from my understanding, you know, here comes a, some controversy. I'm an Apple music listener. <laughs> I don't listen to Spotify. Don't, don't come at me. Nobody come <laughs> at me for that. Okay. I have an iPhone. Anyway, what you do <laughs> is it tracks your listening habits, what songs you have hearted or what songs you skip, stuff like that. And it, it puts together your own playlist of songs that I guess you haven't heard before, or maybe uh, some are in your actual playlist, but it puts together what it thinks you would like. And so <laughs> it'll just always update that for you. So you'll always have a playlist that it thinks you'll enjoy. Yeah, I I gotta try that out. I would love to see what what my phone or what AI thinks that I yeah. would enjoy. So it, yeah, very I know that um my sister uh Carly, you know your cousin, she uses that, and she says that some of them are pretty good songs that she would have never listened to, but really likes, and then some yeah. are you know skip them, and then not your favorite. But it's yeah. kind of hit or miss. But it does a decent job from what from what she's told yeah. me. And and I feel like kind of the the hit or miss aspect, like. AI is still fairly new, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that hit or miss probably comes into play more often than not. Yeah, I bet. I bet sometimes and, and, it works great, but other times it's kind of kind of iffy. Yeah, there. I mean, and that goes for all of these categories, by the way, not just songs. Like AI is not yeah. perfect. You know, yeah. if you say I want to work out, and it tells you to um, put a dumbbell on your head and do squats with it on your head, that's not right. Don't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's probably not. <laughs> probably not right. You. You got to take it with a grain of salt. You know, exactly. if this is not perfect all around. There yeah. was a story I heard. I don't know if you heard this. This lawyer was using AI to write a statement, like an official statement in court. Mm. And he just did it, copied, pasted it. Turns out that AI had made up a court case to cite. So it was citing a, a fake court case, had a bunch of mistakes <laughs> in it and everything. Dude got like prosecuted or something because that's illegal yeah. you cannot do that yeah. in a real courtroom like got fired everything so yeah do not trust ai 100 it's not perfect mm -hmm. but i think the last the last major thing i want to touch on here is something that um is really good for not just people with dyslexia or um you know grammar mistakes but for everyone doing writing it's simple i do it all the time um, if you're writing a college paper, writing an email, whatever, you can say, hey, chat GPT, I would like you to proofread this email. And then you'll copy and paste your writing and it will go through, find all your spelling mistakes, find all your grammar mistakes, and it will send you your email back corrected. Hmm. Yeah, so, no, I, uh, yeah I, I've definitely seen stuff like that before. Like, um, what's the other one? Uh, Grammarly. Yeah, I've, Grammarly, I've, used, I've used that to kind of help proofread and and summarize some of my big paragraphs i've had to use in writings before for school and it, it, it makes sense it it's i fact check it it looks great yeah because even if you think it's a perfect paper it's always good to have a second set of eyes but sometimes if you're turning it in at midnight and it's 11 30 no yeah. one's going to want to read your paper give it to yeah. the ai let it read it and proofread it you know because mm -hmm. it, it's going to find your simple flaws or mistakes that you've made yeah, you make a simple grammatic mistake, it'll fix that for you. It's not going to suggest, <clears throat> hey, I would change this and use a different, you know, adjective that's more intelligent or whatever. Like, it's just yeah. going to find simple mistakes, um, mostly spelling and grammar, <clears throat> and, and help you there. Yes, Jack, that was great. We are wrapping up our second segment with the AI Future is Now, and we will be right back with our third segment, Sports Talk. And we're back from our short break to drink some water and, and just talk about, you know, having fun, catching up. We're ending today with a sports talk. I love this segment, you know, sports. Yep. Who doesn't love sports? Sorry mm -hmm. if you don't. You might want to <laughs> skip this segment. Just kidding. Stay around. You might learn some stuff. Who knows? Yep. Um, but today we're talking about a huge day in MLB, which is the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that don't know, there's a certain day each year that teams can no longer complete trades. And that usually comes after the all-star break. So, you know, if you're contending or pretending, you know, are you in the playoffs? Are you not? And, and th this day was um, August 1st this year. 
And so we had a ton go down. So we just want to go over some of the biggest trades, give our thoughts yeah. and maybe our predictions for the rest of the year. So why don't you start us off with this, with these first major trades? Yeah. So I'll start us off with the Texans, the Texans, excuse me. Yeah. <clears throat> Are the Texas Rangers? The Sorry. Rangers. Yeah. Rangers. You're thinking football now. I was they also football. have a trade deadline. I had to... <laughs> But, no, the Texas Rangers. Yeah, so they made some pretty big moves. I, I bet you would agree with that. Yes. They got two stud pitchers now mm-hmm. on their roster with Jordan Montgomery and then Max Scherzer. Yeah, multiple times. Has he won it multiple times to Cy Young? I believe so. Yeah. Right? He, huge, uh, yeah. huge name. Huge mm-hmm. name in baseball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the tech, the, the Rangers, Um, I don't know if they overperformed. I, I think they, they were going to be good. People knew they were going to be good. But yeah. A half game, which I believe is now a whole game ahead of the Astros for the mm-hmm. AL AL West. I I did not expect them to be that good. I mean, they're lighting it yeah. up, and they needed pitching help, and they went out and got it. Exactly. I mean, and like you said, they're they were doing this before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Now they just brought in even more talent, and yeah, who knows what kind of a run they're going to make this year in the postseason. But I'd imagine these two guys being in the rotation now, that's only going to help. Yeah, and and for those that don't know. The Rangers also have someone named Jacob DeGrom in their rotation. Yes. Uh, he's injured right now, but he's one of the best pitchers of our generation. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so they they made some huge moves. Like like Jordan Montgomery this year, he's six and nine, but you got to think, you know, he's from the Cardinals. They weren't winning much. So record record doesn't mean everything. Mm-hmm. Um, three, five ERA. I'd say that's pretty, that's above average. I'd say not elite, but above average. That's solid. Um, yeah. And for those that don't know, real quick, ERA, earned run average. So on average, nine innings, he gives up three and a half runs. Um, two other stats we're using, whip, which is walks, hits, and inning pitched. So per inning, this is how many base runners get on. And then last stat is ERA plus. Mm-hmm. It's a way to tell how good a pitcher is, regardless of era that they pitched in, like the steroid era where everyone was hitting home runs, and the park that they play in, like if you play in Coors Field with more home runs. Um 100 is league average or average pitcher in history. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, like I said, 3.5 ERA, a 1.2 whip. That's very good. Yes. A whip a whip at 1.5, I would say average. I'd say that's mm-hmm. about average. Yeah. Anything uh, under that, elite. Very that's good tough. because you got to think about it. This is professional baseball. Yeah. Somebody is bound to get on base. It's what, they, yeah. it's what their job is. Mm-hmm. So only allowing – less than two people to reach base per inning yeah and that's not like a hit that that's walks included that's, hit by pitch included yeah. drop third strike included everything yeah and then his era plus this is this is my favorite stat for pitchers um ops plus same thing for hitters this tells you how good they really are doing with everything taken into consideration jordan jordan montgomery has a 125 this year so he's well above average he's having yeah. a great season mm-hmm. and then Talking a little bit about Max Serger as well, coming in so far at nine and four with a little bit higher ERA of a four flat. Mm-hmm. So, but you can't, like you said, you can't base ERA. ERA is not everything. everything. He he's right there with the WHIP as well, one point one eight, and an ERA plus of one twenty one. So he's right there in the rankings yeah. with with Jordan. And we just want to add this in here as well. Last year he had a one seventy three. Yeah, he well was well above being an all-star. <laughs> like, yeah, he was MVP level last year with, yeah. with with his pitching. I mean, that just shows you, in my opinion, like Jordan Montgomery, this is probably one of his best years ever. He's still mm-hmm. fairly young, 28, 29. But this yeah. shows you that Max Scherzer has, like he he's elite in his down years. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's very good this year. 121 ERA plus is very good. But yeah. last year with the 173, he's had mm-hmm. higher before in the past. That shows you how good of a player they really got in Max Scherzer. Yeah, yeah. And same thing I think we can talk about with Justin Berlander to the Astros. Yep, yep. Reunion from the Mets. Max Scherzer came from the Mets. Mets and Cardinals sold all their players. Bunch of players you saw got traded yep. were from the Mets and Cardinals. But yeah, Verlander to the Astros. That's another Cy Young award-winning pitcher that just got dealt. Mm-hmm. And and Verlander's been in the league for so long to where he already he's earned that status to where mm-hmm. if you pick up Verlander, yes, he's getting older just because he's been in the league for so long, but he knows what he's doing and he yeah. can only help maybe your younger pitching staff. 
Exactly. He's a great mentor and a great coach almost, um, but still an ace. I mean, Verlander's not washed by any means. Like, he is still lighting it up. Six mm-hmm. and five with a 3.1 ERA. That's one of the highest in the leagues. A 1-1-4 whip. Come on. That's yeah. not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then a 131 ERA plus. I mean, he, he's lighting it up. He's really and, – and that's with the Mets who were not having a good year. Mm-hmm. He did not have the best defense behind him. No. And now he's going to the defending World Series champions. Yep. A team that he used to play for in one of World Series. A team Series that with. he used to play for, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to do just fine. And the Astros yep. might be coming for the Rangers in, mm-hmm. in that standing. Yeah, I mean, they're only, like you said, up to date, maybe one game back now. Yeah, I think it's it was a half game, um, but mm-hmm. now it's one full game. They're going to be battling, yeah. battling all year and possibly yeah. in the postseason. Yeah. Um, but the Mets didn't get nothing in return. Yeah. Verlander's yeah. not cheap, you know? No. The like Mets I got, said, he's a very yeah. good player. It's going to yeah, cost something good. just to get him. Yeah, and with the Rangers, um, they gave up a lot of prospects in their farm system, which is, you know, single, double, triple-A baseball. So mm-hmm. not quite major leagues. So a lot of yeah. young players, yeah. you know, prospects. That's what they are. Well, the Mets got two very good prospects in return. I believe it was Houston's number one and number four prospect, if I believe, um, around that, like, two of their best prospects. Yeah. Um, both outfield left-hand hitters, Drew Gilbert, mm-hmm. Ryan Clifford. Um, Gilbert uh slash uh he's in double A. He's slashing 241, 342, and 371. People that don't know what a slash line is, don't get too intimidated. This is fairly simple. The first number is your batting average. The second number is your on-base percentage and the third number is your slugging percentage. So it's basically what's your batting average total, you know? How many times do you get a hit mm-hmm. on base percentage? Guess what? How many times do you get on base? That includes walks. Slugging has to deal with how hard are you hitting the ball? How many bases are you getting, you know, per hit? So it's, yeah. it's basically a power stat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So lighting it up in double A, you know, that's yeah. pretty solid. 241, you might want that to be higher, but mm-hmm. a 342 on base, he's getting on base, you know, mm-hmm. three and a half out of 10 times. That's very yeah. good. That's that's anything over three as far as like getting on base three out of 10 times. Very good, is, exactly. It's considered all-star level. Yeah, I that mean, is, now he is in double A, so he's not he's facing MLB, a, so yeah, yeah. but he's young and he's mm-hmm. doing that already. And also with Clifford, yeah, 19, he's, and he's got on-base percentage of 399. Yeah, now he is 19 years old. He's my age. Sadly, <laughs> I'm not in professional baseball. Um, so he's only playing in high A ball. So not the most elite level, but still, you know, professional baseball players. Mm-hmm. 19 years old, hitting 291, has an on base of basically 400 and a slugging of 520 with 18 yeah. home runs. Yeah. That's not fair. No, that's, that's not fair. Yeah. He's clearly the best player down there. He yeah. will be called up. Will, like, yeah, I was just going to say, we're going to be seeing these players getting called up probably yeah. fairly soon and potential future all-stars yeah exactly both these players that they got in return will be major leaguers eventually yeah give them a couple years and mm-hmm. the potential to be all-stars huge return for verlander i think that's a really good trade actually for both sides mets aren't winning the playoffs this year they're not even going to make it um yeah houston has got a good enough team they can afford to get rid of some prospects so that's a good yeah. trade all around and um we want to talk about the home the hometown team here. Oh, well, their trades with Jack Flaherty. Yep. So Jack Flaherty goes to the Oilers. Oh, Oilers. Sorry, guys. This is not <laughs> 1990s football. The <laughs> Orioles. Um, we've got some football mistakes we've got some going football on. Football huh? in our mind, apparently. Hey, preseason first preseason games tonight. That's why it is Hall of Fame oh. game tonight. Anyway, guys. Sorry. Uh, Baltimore. Um, Jack Flaherty expiring contract. St. Louis a couple years ago was elite. I believe, yes. was it 2019, right before COVID? Um, I looked, was, he had an ERA plus of like 150 that year. Yeah. I mean, he was stellar. He was one of our best starting pitchers. Yeah, if not, he was if our best starting be pitcher best. till Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Um, and He does deal with the injury bug, <clears throat> but people want Jack Flaherty on their team. He's still, you know, I'd say he's a second. He's not an ace, but he's a, he's a good number two guy. Mm-hmm. The numbers, though... I don't know. I think we actually might have won this trade. Um, Jack Flaherty was seven and six, not bad. A four four ERA, and the Cardinals have a good defense, guys. I'm 
Just the, gonna say that right now. The the Cardinals have multiple gold glovers. Yeah, just on the infield alone. We have a platinum glover, a yeah. six-time <laughs> platinum glove winner. We have the best defensive third baseman of all time, and you're rocking a four-four ERA. Come on, you know that's what I gotta say. <laughs> a 1-5 whip though, that's average, and you know an ERA plus of ninety-seven, average. He's an average pitcher this year, yeah. and he has been an average pitcher every year since COVID. Yep. So I'm not upset to see him go stat wise but i yeah. am upset to see him go just you know jack clarity man yeah he, he's just been with us for, <clears throat> for like yeah, a number pre, of years pre-covid and and during covid era so. yeah and 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 he was good too like he was good stellar one year so it's hard when he's it's like when we let yeah. david freeze go after a couple of years of him being okay but it's like it's that emotional connect uh-huh exactly but but the cardinals did get something in return yes <laughs> and we got we got a lot of prospects it's a lot of pitchers uh, especially which we need which we need we need young pitchers <laughs> our pitching staff's awful i mean <laughs> don't get me started guys uh, <laughs> but let me tell you about this shortstop caesar or cesar i'm not sure how you pronounce his first name yeah perito guys not a name person not that great at it but let me tell you we will know his name very soon okay um he's the best player that they've gotten any trade not just this trade Mm-hmm. He's in triple A, well, double A and then triple A. So he's the next step for him is the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, slashing 349, 393, and 475 mm. across two different leagues of baseball. Yep. I mean, that he'll, he's getting called up. He's going to probably get next up year. And, and I see that shortstop, and then I think of the one that we just gave away. Let's rejoice, everybody. This is where we throw a party. <laughs> this is Paul it. DeYoung is not a Cardinal anymore. <laughs> I have a deep, deep disliking hatred for Paul DeYoung. I can't tell you how average of a player he is and how people go crazy for him. Uh-huh. What is it with Paul DeYoung that people like? He's I don't been, know. He's been a below average hitter every year except one year. Yep. 2019, and he was pretty good. He was, yeah, he was good. I'll give him there. But then as soon as he hits a home run or something, highlight reel. Yep. Oh, back. Paul DeYoung hits a home run. Uh-huh. Guess what? He, every <laughs> year, I went, I really dug deep for Paul DeYoung because I do not like him at all. Um, every year he's projected around 22, 23 home runs. The past couple of years hasn't even come close to half of that. <laughs> this year he has hit some more home runs, yeah. but he has a terrible batting average. He is a below average for ERA+. Plus. Um, yeah. I would have gave him up for nothing. That I really would. Have. I said, anyone want Paul DeYoung? <laughs> I don't want him. Yeah. Like, guys, yeah. Paul DeYoung. Oh, yeah. such a bad player. No longer a Cardinal. No longer a Cardinal. He's up room for prospects like Cesar. Also, 21-year-old Mason Wynn, shortstop. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully will be called up soon. He's a huge prospect for the Cardinals. Yeah. And this clears room for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not all sad. Bye, Jack Flaherty. But, yes, goodbye, Paul DeYoung. Get out of here. <laughs> yes, goodbye, Paul DeYoung. Oh, I imagine all these jerseys. Like, you know, everybody keeps their jerseys, right? No matter mm-hmm. if the players – well, not everybody. Most people probably keep yeah. their jerseys because it's so expensive to buy a jersey. They are. And I guarantee you we're going to go to a Cardinal game and there's going to be Paul DeYoung, Paul DeYoung, Paul yeah, DeYoung. I don't get it. I was actually – um, getting on a flight from St. Louis when the trade deadline ended. So when all this was happening, I must have heard five people. Oh no, Paul Dion just got traded. And I'm like, <laughs> it took everything in me. As you guys can tell, this fires me up. It took everything in me to not say anything. <laughs> what do people like about him? What do they like about him? The pop? He's not that. He doesn't hit that hard. Colin <laughs> Gorman has twenty times as much power. Guys, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what do you say we switch teams here? We'll talk about the Angels for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, the Angels. Did you think they were going to trade Shohei? No, I don't. I think you would have to be on the verge of broke as a team, yeah. or as a franchise, to trade him. Now, I'm in the opposite coin. I think they should have traded him, and here's why. Angels are about four games back of a wild card spot. Mike Trout's injured. They have a bad rotation. Um, they did go out and add Lucas Giolito in one of these trades. Um, but they have Shohei Otani. He's a great pitcher, incredible player, best player that anyone's ever seen. He's the best player of all time. I don't care what, like, come to me and yeah. invite me about it. I will win the argument. He's the best player of all time. He, whether you like him there, or not, he's up there with Babe Ruth and 
Oh, oh he's so much better than Babe Ruth, guy. Oh, but sorry. Times, just at the times of baseball, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Shohei Otani's so good. He will get a $300 million contract. Like, it's going to happen wherever mm-hmm. he signs. The Angels, they have the money. Is he going to sign with them? He's never played baseball in October, which is the playoffs. Never yeah. made the playoffs with the Angels. Um, why not go to the Dodgers or to the Giants? You know, yeah, or just any of those so big if, powerhouse teams so if, that you if always. If you're see. the Angels, you're banking on the fact that you're going to spend 300 million and that he's going to say yes. What have you given him? Nothing. Nothing. You've had the two best players of not all time. Mike Trout, one of the best players of this generation, though. Yeah. Incredible, but gets injured a lot. I think they should have traded him. They would have got so much in return. So much in return. They would have, instead of getting like these um, high A, low A prospects, no, you would be actually see some other top prospects. Top prospects and or like people who are already in the Exactly. Show. Yeah. I saw some like mock trades for him. Like, <laughs> and it would there be was a multiple mock trade players. From, like, oh, yeah. It was like each mock trade was like six or seven players yeah. that you're getting in return for Otani. Yeah. Who is going to leave. He is going to leave in a couple months. He's not resigning with the Angels. Sorry, not going to do it. If, he's, <laughs> if, if he wants to win a World Series, he's not going to sign with the Angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the Angels thought otherwise, and they went into buy mode, and they picked up, like I said, Lucas Giolito. Having an all right year, he was the White Sox ace. Um, I believe, has he made his first start with the Angels? I don't think so. I don't think he has. I don't yet. think so yet. Yeah. Um, CJ Crone and Randall Grichik from the Rockies. CJ Crone's yeah, first baseman. Grichik's an outfielder. Both solid players. CJ Crone, um, was he an All Star last year? I can't remember. But he's they're pretty solid players. So they're in buy mode. They they're they're banking on the fact that they're going to make the playoffs and and mm-hmm. keep Otani, which yeah. I think is a terrible bet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, like you said, they he, traded away a ton of prospects and stuff just to keep him around. Hopefully, mm-hmm. keep him around. Yeah. So I mean, you got to think they, because even though they never had the prospects, you know what they what they could have had is so good, and they mm-hmm. know it. Like they could have had something so great in return for Otani, mm-hmm. and they didn't do it, and they risk losing him for nothing. Yeah, that's the big risk. What do you mm-hmm. think? I mean, what are your predictions for the rest of the year? Do you think the Angels make playoffs? Like. Do I think they make the playoffs? I think hmm, if they do, I think they'll make it through like the first round, maybe. But it won't. They won't be deep into no, October. They're baseball. not. A, they're not. They're a pretender. You know, they're yeah. not a contender. I mean, like I said, like with Otani, he's gonna try. He always mm-hmm. has. He puts up incredible numbers. Yeah, when Otani pitches, and, you win. And, okay, yeah. that's just simple. So, and he, his numbers. They're gonna help you whether it's hitting and or pitching because he does both, which is another thing that just yeah. crazy he does to hear. Both at an elite level. Yeah, like at, he's, at a, he's one of the best pitchers in the league. He's an all star at each position. Exactly. <laughs> like he he's won the MVP last year. He'll win it again this year. Yeah. Like, like the story from from the other day, doubleheader against Detroit. First game, Otani's pitching allows one hit. So one base runner, no runs, nine innings, shut him out. Shut him out. Next mm-hmm. game, Otani goes two for three with two home runs, wins the game two nothing. He did what? everything. He Who did does everything. That? Who he does won that? those no two one. games. By exactly. Time. He won by those himself. two games. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think the Angels are making the playoffs, though. I think I've made that very clear. That's um, that's what, what I was. What are your thoughts you. around the league? Do you have any other predictions? World um, Series predictions? Anything? World Series predictions. Well, I would love to see the Cardinals make some kind of a run they they always like to try to make a run come october yeah like postseason wild card game they always like to give us some hope and then yeah that's kind of falls off but that, that's true <laughs> so i would love to see that but i kind of want to see i kind of want to see the rangers or maybe even like i don't know i'd hate to say like the reds the, not the red sox the um oh gosh the Blue Jays, Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to see maybe one of those teams kind of take a shot at the postseason. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that could be fun. I don't think the Cardinals are going to make the playoffs. I don't think. Yeah, I as as hard as it is to say that, mm-hmm. and the the fact that there is you know a point one percent chance that they might. Uh huh. They're eleven games out of first place in the Central. They're not going to make a wild card. They need to go on. If we streak. can get to five hundred. 
if we can get the 500, I think I'll be okay. They need to go on one of those streaks. How many years ago was it when they won? How many games was that in a row? 22 or something. Yeah. They won we, just an absurd number in a row. We need that again. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, we need a lot, that's for sure. And and then this just popped into my head too. It's kind of still on the MLB thing, but kind of off topic with Arenado. We were talking about how he's platinum glove and everything. Yeah. And that he said he was going to stay. Even mm-hmm. with our 11 games back, he was yeah. going to stay in St. Louis. We'll see. The, the good part is we've got him for four more years. So hopefully yeah. by his contract year, we're winning. There you yeah, go. hopefully we got a nice yeah, roster built so, up by then. So Yeah, but I think from my World Series prediction, it's tough. It's tough. You know, there's still another third of the season left. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of would like to see Texas in it, you know, just to switch it up. I hate we the see Astros, the, the all the time. Astros, or the yeah. Dodgers. I hate the Dodgers. Um, I'm I'm tired of seeing the Padres. Like, I'm just... Hey, the Padres are doing bad this year. They're yeah. right there with us. I'm tired yeah, of like, any of the LA teams. I don't know why I don't like them. Maybe it's just because all the fans I've ever seen like, yeah. from school... Yeah. Maybe I just well, and like you got to think like, you know, we've played the Dodgers a lot and as Cardinal mm-hmm. fans, we do not like the Dodgers. We do not like the Dodgers. Okay. Yeah. And the <laughs> Astros, who likes the Astros that it doesn't live in Houston? Okay. Exactly. There's your answer. Nobody. <laughs> exactly. but I think I would either want Texas or Baltimore. That would be Baltimore. awesome to watch yeah. Baltimore come out of nowhere and win it. Like yeah. they're so young and so good. That'd mm-hmm. be great for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that that just about does it for our sports talk. So why don't we get right into our quote of the show, Nick? What do you say? The quote of the show. All right. So this quote is kind of going back to our first topic of the day with the back to school and trends and following trends or not following trends, whatever it may be. And this one, it's a different source today. Normally, I go with like Einstein, well-respected people, right? Yeah, famous people. Famous people. And, And he's famous, but... Not for that. So this quote is from the American rapper YG. Okay, so famous, but not for that. I famous, see what you but mean. yeah. So he's straight to the point, talking about trends, and he says, "Be yourself and set the trend. Don't follow it." And we kind of talked about following trends, but what about changing trends? Hey, someone's got to start the trend. Somebody's yeah. got to start it, right? All these things come back, right? Somebody started it. Yeah, somebody brought it back. So that, that's what I liked about well, the I think quote, that's a great like, quote. Yeah. It kind of contradicts what we were talking about today. Yeah. But then, you know, it gives us something to talk about when someone starts a new trend. Exactly. So keep it going, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening once again. And we hoped you liked us rambling on there about MLB yep. and learning all about AI and back to school trends. We Thanks. really did enjoy uh, making this episode and hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Yep. Today was a blast, guys. As Jack said, Thank you for tuning in all these different shows. Thank you for all the support that you guys have given us. Love you guys. Yep. Thank you very much. And bye for now.